everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Sullivan County Democrat Podcast, brought to you by the folks at the Kitchen Table Cafe in Calicoon, New York. Make sure to check out their Instagram to see what they're cooking up for Tuesday dinner, and uh, also their array of in-house fresh baked goods. So I am uh, joined today with a very special guest. Uh, each February, uh, we do a series that started last year where we recognize awesome community members uh, who, who um, do a lot uh, in recognition of Black History Month. And today's uh, guest really doesn't need too much introduction because I feel like many people know who he is across the county, especially in the, we'll call it the greater Monticello area. And, uh, and that is uh, Al Dumas, who is uh, just a little thing there. He's a Monticello uh, Fire Department. Uh, he's very active with them, and he's also very active with restoration efforts on various history uh, projects. But um, we'll let him get into that in a little bit. But Al, thanks for joining us. Why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and, and your roots in the area? And um, yeah, we'll go from there. Good morning, Joseph. Thank you for having me. Good morning to the Southern County Democrat staff. I thank you guys for all you do for the community at large and keeping things enhanced and uh, interesting because we all have a right to know and for what it is we learn, may it be a benefit towards all people in general. Um, yes, I have um, been involved over the years different aspects of community service. Uh, currently, I um, am very active in firematics, which I'm a member of the Monticello Fire Department. Uh, I'm a fire policeman at that, at that uh, station. I also have uh, a connect in firematics in the county with the Sullivan County Volunteer Firemen's Association, where I'm Sergeant at Arms. I'm also active in the sheriff's office for Sullivan County as the community liaison uh, member. I also uh, am a member of the commission for Sullivan County Human Rights. And I also involved, I'm involved as the vice chairman for the Sullivan County Democratic Committee, which I'm also Sergeant at Arms for said committee. Um, many things have done me well in my in my public service and um, a benefit for me in a big way was uh, I became the first recipient in the Habitat for Humanity family gaining a residence in Monticello. I'm the first in Sullivan County to have that uh, accomplishment. Um, I felt that Habitat for Humanity is a great organization. They have uh, done many works over the years in many locations, starting with uh, President Carter in 1980. He actually started Humanity, Habitat for Humanity, uh, right as he was re uh, leaving the presidency. And um, Habitat is not that busy in Sullivan. It was only two houses built, mine in Monticello and one in Liberty. Uh, but outside of Sullivan County, Newburgh is very busy with Habitat and other places around the Hudson Valley. Um, my selection for that home came from, once again, my community service, which at the time I obtained my home in 2003, I had come off of 
driving long time for the former chief judge of New York State from Monticello, Lawrence H. Cook, and um, other endeavors in my um, contribution is my uh, teaching in the Monticello School District for over 20 years. Um, those things along with others uh, have kept me uh, paying forward and looking far ahead so where that I could be able to be in place to do what I can as is needed. Sure, and and I guess another thing I have is real quick. I, I go, all, I jump all over the place, so bear with me. But I know you've been very involved with local history. So if oh, you God could, just, so if you could just summarize a little bit of what you do there, and I know recently you restored some um, monuments and stuff in Monticello, but just if you want to touch on that a little bit. Yes, I will. Um, the one project back in 2019 was pertaining to the uh, War Memorial statue that's been a part of Monticello for well over 100 years. At one point, it was situated at the corner of Jefferson Street and Broadway, where the uh, former uh, family drugstore is located. But it was relocated to a small park area, which was named for Mayor Joe Block next to the um, soy um, Chinese uh, Oriental restaurant. And in 2019, uh, at the time I was working for the village of Monticello, I just took a note to the statue that have had moss and dirt covered and I wanted to take the time to restore it. So after work, I would take my equipment and I'll go over there and clean off the letters and, and stuff on, on the face of the uh, statue. The memorial, I should say, as high as I can reach uh, where different wars was fought and commemorated the Civil War, the Spanish-American War, World War I, um, and I believe World War II. And they have another monument on the side there as you walk past going towards the government center behind Soy that I also cleaned that gave a, um, recognition to our veterans, which I'm a veteran myself. I uh, enlisted in the Navy in 1985. Um, so that was part of my thoughts of that. Uh, another heart, heartfelt uh, place that I wanted to uh, restore a monument was at the old Monticello High School on St. John Street. It became the middle school upon the opening of the new high school in 1966. And I was in the middle school during the 70s. And we had a project called Coronas, and it's a fancy word, it states for time. And uh, we did a project in 1979 and we buried a capsule and the capsule still remains. And the monument is over this capsule that will be opened, but geez, it's 2022 in, in seven years. It is a 50 year time capsule, which I contribute a number of things along with my classmates of that year. Um, and I, I went over there and I cleaned it up and uh, restored it. And it still looks good. It's been almost three years and I'm sure when the snow uncovers it soon that it will be as pristine as it was when I had cleaned it back in June of uh, 2019. I thought of it as a 40 year commemoration to it being buried at that location, which was in March of 1979. Um, since then, I have gone about a few things. I have had a thought of maybe 
uh, looking more into doing cleaning uh, of stones, like headstones down the graves and stuff, because I did a few for my family down at the Rock Ridge Cemetery. And I also did Judge Cook, uh, his, his, his headstone and the Marcus for his, his parents and his wife and himself. Just out of the thought for the judge, um, just uh, so many things in the thoughts of people that have brought me to where I am today. And, and I have a way of thanking them, you know, and that's what got me into the restore, restoration thing. And for you personally, you know, you're very involved in community endeavors and such. Uh, where did that start for you? Like what what made you what motivates you to be involved in the community or who's responsible for kind of instilling that? And was it something that you just kind of naturally did or are there people that kind of put that in you in a young age? It was my father, sir. My father was definitely uh, the man that started it all. And with his endeavor and his craft. My father was a member of Local 17 Laborers Union in Newburgh, New York. And from 1952, uh, around that time, he helped to finish the uh, Never Sink Dam. My father had a hand in finishing the Never Sink Dam. And uh, from that endeavor, he went on to help build the Quick Way, which we know is State Route 17 and future I-86. He helped to build um, the Harris Hospital. Uh, later on, he had a hand involving the Grover Herman Division there in Calhoun. Uh, my dad helped build the Government Center in 74-75. He helped to build the Ted Strobel Center. Uh, just to name a few, the Monticello High School, the Sullivan County Community College. And growing up and seeing his endeavor in building edifices that holds meaning to our community, restoration has its place as well. So at an early age, uh, I had an affinity about that kind of stuff. And with his guidance, uh, it just stayed, it just has stayed with me, you know. And as I got older and able to do something, and that's what brought me to the, the uh, project in 2019 at the monument. Um, the, the soldiers monument there in Monticello. Um, also, I have uh, influence from Judge Cook in the past and our discussions and him sharing books with me, which I have quite a few of them that uh, he had gifted to me and even one from Sheriff Wasser. At the time he had retired from being sheriff of the county, uh, had to do with politics. And it was from, uh, um, an author that uh, was involved with the cartoons for the Albany Times Union. And uh, it, it's called From Rocky to Pataki. <laughs> it has to do with the governors from Nelson Rockefeller to George Pataki. And Sheriff Wasser even autographed the book for me. Uh, that also come in concert with Judge Cook with uh, Manville Wakefield's book by The Mountains by Rail. I have a copy of that from the judge. And I have an old Quinlan, uh, Eldridge Quinlan, uh, book from uh, History of Sullivan County from the 1870s. And um, I sit down many nights and just reindulge in those things. And it, it, it just lifts the spirit, so to speak, and uh, having a liking for my town and my county and the people therein, you know. 
And I just love history. I, I could sit down and literally munch on it like someone go and uh, have hamburgers at Smashburg. You know, they're pretty good. I, I had one last night in Albany. <laughs> oh, that sounds good. Yeah, I, I like history as well. I read, um, right now I'm reading a book on the history of the world in like six glasses. And it's like beer, wine, um, you know, coffee, tea. And um, it's uh, pretty much, that's what we're kind of, uh, it's like going through the world's history and that. So I always found that to be pretty interesting. But uh, shifting gears over to, to Black History Month, I was just curious to get your opinion on what the month personally means to you. And then also, you know, to make this question even more like broad and, and complex, uh, what here in Sullivan County do you think has done really well in recognizing that? Or what do you think, you know, would you like to see with with Black History Month in the future? Uh, locally? Black, Black History Month has been always significant to me. Going back to 1983, my father was involved with a gentleman named Dr. Lewis Howard of South Fallsburg uh, and some other notable people at the time they started the Frederick Douglass breakfast. My father helped to prepare the very first Frederick Douglass breakfast in 1983 at the Woodburn Firehouse. And going back to that time, for many years after 1983, it was very popular in the 80s and the 90s and into the 2000s. And uh, I've seen as many as 200 people to buy tickets to sit down at the breakfast and uh, have uh, their knowledge expanded on the goings and the comings of the history of black black history, not only in Sullivan County, but way beyond, you know, down in the days of uh, Dr. King and other notables who uh, stood stood tall for uh, black uh, black history for civil rights and stuff sort of like that. Today, however, did not to see the same endeavor or enthusiasm, I can say, about this particular program. Uh, I'm not sure how it has come to where it is. I would like to see something involving it more because we have youth of today that is not really on keen about what was going on 50 years ago when I was a youth, when I was younger. Sure. Well, I appreciate your thoughts as always. And um, and that was my last question that I had. And I can just attest uh, to anyone out there that hasn't had a chance to sit down with Al in any capacity. You definitely want to pick this man's brain. Uh, it's definitely full of very good information and, and life lessons, which, uh, which are certainly worth it. But um, yeah, this has been the Sullivan County Democrat podcast brought to you by Kitchen Table Cafe in Calicoon, New York. Al, any last thoughts for our listeners? Um, I would like to tell the 70,000 plus residents of our endeavor in Endearing County that it's not about who thinks of us, it's what we think of ourselves. And with what we have for ourselves, that to have others to bring them into the fold. It don't matter if it's zero, it don't matter if it's a hundred because in between those two numbers, 100 being the highest and zero being the lowest, everyone has something to offer. It just takes a certain kind of brand to tap into it and give it the proper uh, representation 
that would bring out the best in people. Everybody's got something good and that should be utilized. Definitely an awesome lesson there. Well, thank you for your time, sir. And also those that know, I'll know that he travels a lot. And so I appreciate you taking the time uh, from your busy schedule to join us today. Thank you, sir. Thanks for having me. And uh, as always, Joseph, you have made a difference and uh, you make it all better. As I like to tell people all the time, you're in good shape for the shape you're in. And one lady had to be an octogenarian, 80 plus year old lady. She says, how do you figure? And what I did, I says, one foot follow the next and both forearms swing you forward. And she laughed. She says, I, in all my 80 odd years, I've never heard that before. And I told her that I was blessed to have, an, my father was 60 when I was born. So I was born of an older gentleman and I was raised by an older gentleman. And it, it gave me quite a push and an advancement growing up Monticello in the 60s and 70s. Great. Thank you for your time, sir. And we'll catch up with you another time. Yes, sir. I'm always here. Never fear. I am near. Just I don't have a phone booth anymore like Superman on the dog. <laughs> I got to find somewhere to change into my tights. <laughs> but I have the firehouse now, so I put on my turnout gear there. Yeah. Richardson <laughs> Avenue and Monticello's word out where it's at. But all right. Thanks, Al. Thank you, Joseph. Take care. God bless and please stay healthy, stay well.